everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. But when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all that information overload and choose what governs our lives? As we pray and process about these things, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Like, Jeff, it's Christmas time, 2023, as we're recording this. Yes. Uh, What is uh, something that you're really looking forward to as we enter into the new year, all that kind of stuff? Mm, That's a really... You know, Joe, I'll be honest with you. The last couple of years of my life have been so insane. I, I would love... A normal year, like I'm, I'm four years deep into into chaos. <laughs> four years, like back to, so 2019. Yeah, yeah. We uh, had a vision campaign, you know, raise money for the the gym and all that that's mm-hmm. built now. So those, you know, when we do that stuff, it, it's it it's it's actually fun. It's a lot. Please don't hear work. me wrong, everyone. I actually love hanging out and spending time. It's brutal on the schedule. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. So usually after we do that, we're like, you know, we need to take a a, a second and mm-hmm. catch our breath. Well, that went right into 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020 became 2021. 2022 became recovery from 2020 and 2021. Yep. And then 2023 was build the building. Heidi and I also moved, probably not the best decision in the world. <laughs> I had to rebuild a house for two years that I just moved into, mm-hmm. like in June. Yeah. So if I could have some version of like a <laughs> nice, boring year, yeah, I would be thrilled. Now I'm not going to hold my breath because I I always say stuff like this, and Heidi's like, "You'll make it two weeks." She's like, "You're the one who yeah. <laughs> goes and stirs everything up." Yeah. If you, if you're not uh, being forced to live in the urgent, you're like, "Well, what's going wrong? I must stir something up." Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I can't. I, I get. I'm like, I don't know. I have 14 seconds. I'm yeah. I'm wasting my life. I have As to do something someone that's new. worked with you for 15 years now, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. It's terrible. Uh, I would never work for me. Yeah, it's... Uh, speaking of which, this is my... For- no. Uh, <laughs> in public, newsflash. No. Uh, well, Jeff, uh, last week we uh, had a conversation about why would Jesus even get into this topic and conversation about end times? Um, It it seems lofty. To some, it probably even seems mystical. Um, But he gives us, you laid out these three Ps in in real time, by the way, nice job. Thank you. uh, Of we need to be prepared, uh, we need to live purposely, and we need to rest in his promise. Like Mm -hmm. that's a big, big, big part of why he would share uh, this stuff. Well, today we're going to kind of get into uh, a conversation. Um, For those of you uh, that want to dig into the Bible, I would go into Matthew 25. The first 13 verses talk about this idea of 10 bridesmaids. And really, if you look at this passage, there's some reactions uh, to what happens when the bridegroom comes home, and it has a lot to do with whether or not they were prepared with enough oil to have their lamps burning through the night and all this kind of stuff, and some of them were ready and some of them were not, and the groom just kind of kicked out the ones that were not ready. And you can read that in a couple different ways. So Jeff A., what are the couple different ways you can read this, (laughs) and why does that even matter to us right now? Well, one way you can read it is that the groom is harsh. Mm. And uh, he told you to be on time, and he told you he was coming, and and he told you to be prepared, and you weren't, and so you just missed the cutoff. 
There's no grace, there's no mercy, there's harshness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other way that you can read it is the groom is truthful. He told you he was coming, he told you what time it was going to be, he told you to be prepared, and you didn't believe him, and you didn't care enough to be prepared, and you, the, the groom is merciful and gracious, and you took his mercy and grace for granted. Mm-hmm. And so um, you were abusing it instead of uh, being drawn to him by it. So it, it's one, one way is all about the groom, mm-hmm. and the other way is all about the bridesmaids. Yep. And I think the way that Jesus is teaching this is he's talking to the bridesmaids. He's like, you, you fell asleep, you weren't ready, uh, you didn't bring enough oil, mm-hmm. and um, the groom is just a, a man of his word, so to say. He wasn't being harsh, he was being truthful the whole time, and you kind of didn't believe him. Mm. Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> if you're doing the mental math <laughs> on what that might mean, I think that there's... Uh, a lot of self-reflection. Like, do I believe yeah. that Jesus is going to do uh, what he said he was going to do? Do I believe that the end times could happen at any moment, for instance? Do I believe that God is setting all this in motion? Do I trust? There's a lot of questions there. And um, Jeff, how, how should we personally um, respond to this type of teaching? Yeah, we have to take God at his word, you know. So um, if if you believe that God is a merciful God who is rich in mercy and lavishes grace upon us, if you believe that and that God loves you, uh, you are taking God at his word. Mm -hmm. He says that, he means it, it's true. If you believe that there is a hell and that there are consequences for sin and that you are in need of a Savior, and if you don't have one, that 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 will lead to eternal death, you are also taking God at his word. Hmm. Both things are true. Yep. And God is, you know, God is true, and so he's being equally truthful mm-hmm. with both sides of it. So that's why if you grew up in a, say, a tradition or with a view of God that that is harsh, you're going to go to hell if you don't return from your sins because you're a wicked sinner— well, that's not untrue. Mm-hmm. It's incomplete, but it's not untrue. If you grew up in a, call it a liberal tradition, where all people go to heaven because God is loving and God is merciful, well, not all people go to heaven, but God is loving and God is merciful, that's equally true. Mm-hmm. But you ha- like with all things, you have to put it together, mm-hmm. and you have to have a, a whole view of God, or what the Bible would call you, you have the whole counsel of God. Mm-hmm. All of this is in God's Word. It One does not negate the other. That's a worldly way of thinking. Yeah. Um, but both things can be equally true at once. I can be a loving, merciful father who holds my children accountable mm-hmm. for their misdeeds and punishes them for it. Yep. That punishment is a expression of my mercy and love. Mm-hmm. Whether they agree with it or not, mm-hmm. as a father, I know that that's what it is. So you you have to take God at his word. I I, I tell you where this shows up sometimes. I, I, I've given a sermon once or twice about this idea, is um, I'll basically ask this question. I'll ask it right now. Um, do you believe that there is a hell. 
I'm asking you, Joe, do you believe there's a hell? I do. And listeners, do you believe that there's a hell? I do. Now we're married. (laughs) 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 Right? So if, Joe, you believe that there's a hell, and all of you who are listening, if you believe that there's a hell, that hell is a place, it is a place described by Christ, and it is a place where you are forever separated from the grace and mercy of God and once you are there, you cannot get out of it, and you will die a spiritual death. Do you believe that that's true? Yes. And listeners, I'm kind of asking you, do you believe that that's true? Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's a logical question. If you believe that that's true, is there anybody in your life that does not know that and about the saving grace of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to that second question is yes, then what I would say to you is, you don't actually believe in hell. Mm. You, you acknowledge it, but you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's not hell for a believer is a driving force in our life because we love other people and we want them to escape what we believe we have escaped. If I have family, friends, neighbors, people I love, and they do not know who Christ is, and I don't care that they know enough to intervene in their life, it's because I don't believe that hell is real. Mm-hmm. So the same thing, like the second coming is the same way. Like Jesus said, I'm coming back again. If, if we believe he came the first time, mm-hmm. and we believe his proclamations about being the way, the truth, and the life, mm-hmm. that's true that I am the source of salvation, well, that's true. I, I will never leave you or forsake you, well, that's true. I am coming back, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we live in, a, in a, a, a way that we're prepared and that we're purposeful? Mm-hmm. Well, because we don't actually believe it. Mm-hmm. We just acknowledge it. So that's the bridegroom. Yep. The bridegroom is like, mm-hmm. I've been... I didn't do anything. Like, I've been saying mm-hmm. that I'm coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when, when the wedding starts, I'm shutting the gate. Yeah, 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 we know. Okay, but I'm coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't believe he was coming. Mm-hmm. Not enough to actually make it an operating system of their life. So he's not being harsh, he he has warned a thousand times, mm-hmm. and and the it's this is not a behavioral warning. Mm-hmm. This is a um, this is a uh, railroad crossing mm-hmm. that you drive around and get hit by the train. Like there's lights, there's noise, there's road guards. It's like what what else can we do here? Like the train is coming. Well, the train isn't being cruel to the car that wasn't prepared. The car was foolish right. in, in what it did. And, and that's, that's what's happening here. And I think that's the way that that parable should be read and understood. We have such a hard time in our culture not picking an either or. I mean, it's the nature of this podcast, right? Like it's what polarized side. And when we think about like the messaging of this bridegroom, we have <clears throat> a very hard time I think somehow meshing the two messages together. And so 
yes, there's this danger, but there's also this wonder. And I, uh, so my, my daughter just turned nine years old. And I think back to when we had to like initially teach her about the sockets in the house. And like on one end, I have to tell my daughter, you can't just play with these or mess around or stick stuff into these. You will get electrocuted. It could get real bad. Yeah. Like you can't do that. And it would be unloving for me as a father to not warn her that you can't just stick stuff into the outlets. I but feel the, like I, looking back, I've learned something I probably should have done. <laughs> well, you had six tries. and <laughs> Well, I was just like, stick your tongue in there. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much about so many of your children. No. <laughs> um, but you know, the flip side is true, too, because you could just make your kid afraid of the outlets, Yeah, or you could teach them. There's actually a lot of really cool things that can happen right here in your home if you learn how to use the the sockets the right way. And so there's all of this invitation that God has to to life, to to help, to security, to uh, a, a foundation of who we are and our identity, to to rest and who God has made us to be. There's just so much to the promise of God. And what he's saying is, but if you decide to ignore me and, and walk away from me, this is going to turn out really, really badly. Yeah. And because we're so naturally polarized, we're like, well, how could he possibly give us this warning? It's the most loving thing he can do. Yeah, It's wonderful that he gives us that warning and tells us what would happen if we stick ourselves into the our finger into the eternal socket. Yeah, the the <laughs> the Lord the Lord is returning, mm-hmm. and the Bible says not even Jesus knows the hour of the day; only the Father knows. So that he's not telling us that. We talked about this in our last episode. He's not telling us that so we can hunker down right. or we can figure it out. That's a waste of time. He's telling us that because he's he is being loving toward us. Yeah. And and when you um if 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 you're doing something, let's let's pretend you're driving down the road and a bridge is out. When you see warning signs miles and miles and miles ahead of time, you would look and say, well, that is not only the loving thing to do, it's it's the reasonable thing to do, it's the responsible thing to do. Mm-hmm. It would be mandated. Like if, if the bridge was out and all the workers knew it and everybody put a sign up and you went over, there'd be a major lawsuit, right? Yep. So the Lord is like, guys, this is the way mm-hmm. that history is going to play out. And I from from the Old Testament, I've been I've been giving literally written warnings, <laughs> uh, poetically, metaphorically, uh, scripturally, outright. Jesus is like, I will. I'm going to go prepare a place for you, and and I'm going to come back and get you. Mm-hmm. Right. The hour and day is unknown, but it'll be like a thief in the night when I come back. Like literal statements. And then in these parables, he's giving us like metaphorical statements, and he's explaining and re-explaining and re-explaining and re-explaining. So who would not be prepared? It's it's not him shocking the system, right? Yeah, it's 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 the bridesmaids who weren't dialed in. Yeah, that's really good. What I one of the things that I love about um, how how we. Are, uh, we feel convicted to teach about the scripture is this idea that Jesus wants a relationship with us. Yeah. And so when you read through a parable like this, assuming that Jesus is beckoning us toward him to build and reconcile that relationship, it's amazing how that simple shift can realize, oh, God's actually being helpful and loving and merciful 
in, in illustrating this for us. He's not being some kind of out-of-control tyrant. He's doing the opposite. Yeah, all these glimpses, the, 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 the very fact that we can sit and talk about the end of time, he didn't have to share any of that with us. How would we know? Sure. You know, uh, the, the very fact that he gives us signs of the times, mm-hmm. that we would, we would double-click on, like, the nation of Israel existing and having borders. Yeah. Um, the, the very fact that, that we can read the, the schemes of the devil in light of the end of times, mass global deceptions, mm-hmm. you know, some of, some of the deceptions that we're dealing with today um, are far beyond, like, it's got nothing to do with, like, the reach of social media. It's got to do with the schemes of the devil, mm-hmm. the, the governmental deceptions, the sexual deceptions... Um, th- those kind of things were like we're 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 looking and saying, uh, yeah, that it's logical now that mm-hmm. you can change your biology. Like what? What? Are you, mm-hmm. Like and people believe it. Um, when when you look at um, a global anti-Semitism, you know it's it's different. It's this is not a place. Like this is like, and and many people are like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And and we have to be careful because we're like, well, social media spreads it. I'm like, no, it's it's different than just that, and and it's it's deeper than just that, right? And so, it, it's all of that kind of stuff that Jesus tells us this not to make us paranoid, not so that we give our time, energy, and attention to try to defeat it, and but so that we have plenty of oil for our lamps, right? And, and that we can recognize that the bridegroom is coming and, and we can join him. So, like, the, the, the same groom that, like, shut the gate is the same one that sent the invitation. Right. And, and we tend to miss the invitation part, and, and, and we're like, God, give me mercy and grace one more time. And what Jesus is saying is he's like, I've been telling you guys, like, there's a day that that's ending. Mm -hmm. So 10,001 times is not going to be different than Mm 9,099. You know, it's it's not going to work. And and I did give you unbelievable mercy and grace and direction. And you did not embrace that, right. and I am simply being a, a a man of my word, so to say, yeah. uh, and acting this way. I love that you closed it out that way. As I was just thinking, I'm like, the whole point is that Jesus is actually inviting us. Yeah, uh, it's it's so good. Well, if if I hope this was helpful for all of our listeners, and now that we're electronically and awkwardly married from both saying I do at the same time, uh, <laughs> no, it's it's good to to dial in with all of this together. If you have questions that you'd like us to engage, you can always do that at bath.gracechurches.org/slash/mixed-messages. And if you need help to take any unique next steps to walk through a part of your faith to dial into part of it, reach out. Let us know. We're here to be relational and connected as the church together. If you like what you're hearing and want to hear more of it, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you're looking for a group of people that are running after Jesus together, you can always check us out uh, here at Grace. Thanks so much for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. We'll see you next time.